Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, 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 everybody. This is Joaquin. What up, though? This is Jake. And this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. And boy, do we have an episode uh, for you today. We got a lot of stuff that we're going to try to cover. Um, a lot of craziness is, this week. Yes, that is, is going to be awesome. Let's kind of give you a little preview we're going to talk about. We saw this crazy video. We call it the church whipping video. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that. The past the beat down. Uh, then we've got uh, uh, we'll talk about this uh, video that um, uh, that came out about is a little skit on excuse me on Christian music, and then we'll, maybe uh, we'll hit up uh, the dumb dumbs in uh, Brazil, the, the Olympic swimmers who I, I wanna, uh, made I wanna, a made I, a really I want to start with that big mistake. Okay, and let's then, start with that. So before we get that, then we're going to talk a little bit. Uh, uh, about a guy by the name of DJ Official who passed away uh, this week, and then we're gonna yeah. continue um, on our forgiveness. So, uh, with that being said, Jay, how, how's your week been so far? Everything been good? Week is great. Everything's great. Works been busy. Everything is awesome. Everything's ooh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Remix. Clink clink clink. Work is always busy. Always busy. Always busy. Right. Um. Thank you, God, for work. <laughs> yeah, I've been upset. I've been upset because work's been busy this week. Oh, really? So you haven't been able to like troll the internet? No, you know, yeah, I don't have. I've been, <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh man, stop rigging phone. <laughs> I get bothered when I actually have to work. Well, at um, least it's the phone and not like break-ins and any stores. I know. Yeah, you know, we get all that stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I know. Boo. So, um, so with that being said, yeah. So anyway, pretty good week. Uh, dude, I am super excited. I'm gonna share this. Okay, good. Because um. I have been obsessed. So I get obsessed about things. And when I get obsessed about something, I research, research, research. <laughs> right? Um, and it can be anything, right? Electronics, uh, a toy, a movie, yeah. a, a record, whatever. Yeah. So uh, I, was, uh, I, had posted, I had posted earlier this week. I had listened to this album by uh, a dude by the name of Jafar Life, who is a – I think he's just one of the dopest. I think he's just a super dope rapper. And I was – Actually, I have uh, the album, his very first album on wax. On wax, yeah. And um, and vinyl record, you know that kind of thing. And that old so people I, listen to. So I was, yeah. So I was, I was listening to it. <laughs> old people and hipsters. Yes. So I'm an old hipster. Um. <laughs> so I was listening. I was listening to it, and um, you know, I tagged him on it on Instagram. I was like, "Yo, listening to this, you know, classic." Because I think it's a classic. I think it's a. I think it's a classic CHH album. So do you revere him as a classic? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, we're gonna let's yeah. skip right over that. Let's, so, as you were saying, so I was saying. So, I think <laughs> I think that I was a classic CHH, you know, Christian hip hop album. So he uh, hit me up and he was like, "Hey man, this, you know, hey man, have me on your podcast." And my first thought was, "Do you? I think you might want to listen to our podcast before you ask to be on it." And I should have. That was my initial instinct was to text him that right. And I'm like, "Well, he doesn't know me, so he wouldn't understand. He'd probably take it the wrong way." Is basically what I was saying because I tend to come off that way sometimes yeah plus you know you can't you can't hear tone right and he, and he doesn't know me and i don't know him so uh but then then i started thinking i was like yo 
how can we get phone calls so people can call into the podcast so we can talk to people on the podcast? So I have been researching, researching. I ordered the one piece that I think I need. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we might, we might have like our first over the phone guest. I'm super. I'm and super. and it'll, it'll be Jafia. Um, maybe. I'm thinking it should be. Because he's, well, he's the one that inspired he, him. He's the one that catalyzed But him, I'm going right? to need to DM him and say, listen, man, I need you to listen to a few of these podcasts first <laughs> so you understand what you get yourself into. So you can see how we, so you can see how we roll. Because we're not going to help your career. <laughs> if anything, you'll help us. Because all your fans will tune in to listen. And they'll... Man, but I think, you know, regardless, you know, helping him, helping us. I mean, we're fans. We're both fans. Yes. You know, I've been a fan of Jafia since I first saw him at Rap Fest in New York. In you New know. York. And then here for another name that we haven't heard in a while. Uh, Mark, Mark J. Mark J's yeah. um, album release party. Album release Sol- party. Solutions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll be, that'll be dope. He is. If he were to get back in and, like, drop, like, an album out of nowhere, even an EP, you know, he is one of the, the last few lyricists yes. that, you know, Yes. That was in CHH. You I, know? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, I, that's that's the thing. I, you know, like I said, if you if you listen, I mean, I know he had, he had an album a few months back. He just he's just never really had that promotion like some of these other cats. But, he, you know, he's one of those CHH artists that you could play for your non-Christian friends, and they would be blown away. Like, they would be like, yo, this yeah. dude is dope. Too, too few. Too few that, can, that you can actually do that with. Yeah, and I mean, and, and he, was, he wasn't a Jesus rapper. But man, uh, the reality is the gospel is always sprinkled throughout everything that that he wrote. So, uh, yeah. So I'm thinking you're right. You know, Jafia should probably be our first guest. That way, when we screw up, we'll be like, "It's your fault. You're the one that got me going." <laughs> hey, you agreed to this, so. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna tell him this is the podcast you need to listen to. Um, so, anyways, with that being said, uh, so you say you wanted. To, so let's kind of let's keep rolling. So you wanted to talk about the Olympic swimmers, the Olympic swimmers. All right. <laughs> what I want to say is, I'm sorry. What I want to say is, getting gold medals does not a genius make. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> or, or it doesn't make you any honest. Um, so it's been in the news that um, a lot of Olympians have strayed away from the safe zone. Let's say, right? Right. Because they want to. They want to go. Like their events are over. They want to go party. They want to go party in Brazil. Know, that all, it, it's, it's not even, it's not just that, right? If it was just that, then cool. But a lot of people have been influenced by this movie called Children of God. I don't know if you've seen this movie. It's about... I have not. But it's about uh, a kid in the favelas. Yeah. Uh, or just the favelas, how it, right. how it really is, like the reality of it. So a lot of people are like, hey, let's see if this is real. Yes, it's real, dummy. You really, you really think that that's why they went out? I think they went out to party. No, they went out to party. But I'm saying, like in general, uh, like, you really think uh, so? You think no, yeah. Want to go to the favelas? No, um, I don't want to go to the favelas. Uh, I don't either. But a few Olympians have said that you know they ventured out because they saw this movie and they wanted to see oh, <laughs> what it was. Man. I mean, they're, I mean, not a smart. <laughs> not at all. They're, there's a, one. Of, I don't remember names, but you know, they actually took pictures. Of these kids with like guns bigger than their arms, right, right, covering their faces, like, why are you taking pictures? Oh, Run away, right? But anyway, but these four—I don't remember the rest of them—but 
let's say that they're, it's, they're, it's, the it's, ringleader is putting out that the ringleader is Ryan Lochte, who's right? one of like the top swimmers to the U.S. Top, right under, right under Phelps. Phelps. And um, apparently, they went out to party. And apparently, what the deal was is that they wanted to go to a bathroom at a gas station. Yes, I heard that today. And they vandalized it. Like they. They bust the they door down. They broke the door down, yeah. broke windows, whatever, we, you know. Because they're, they had been drinking too so, much. I mean, and, stupid. Yeah, stupid, and the security right? guard came and he was like, hey, guys, stop that. You're going to have to pay for this. And they started being, you know, they, stupid. They freaked out. And um, they tried to go back into the cabs to, to be taken to where they were staying. But the cab driver did not take him anywhere. The cab driver said, I'm not taking you anywhere. You get out of the cab. He's going to wait for the cops to come because you, you morons yeah. did this. This is my country, and you're going to have to do something, yeah, but you yeah. have to pay for it, right? So yeah. security, when they were wilding out, security took the took his gun out or took the gun out and, like, to keep them there, to stop them and whatever. Exactly. Just, I, I didn't hear anything about security taking his gun yeah, out. It was security who took the gun out and just waved the gun, like, you stay right there, whatever, you know. And um, they tried to pay him off, like, stupid stuff like that. But the deal is that, they started saying that they were mugged. Right. That try, they were mugged. Try they, to save face. Not only that, to make it worse, that they were mugged by cops. No, they said they were mugged by fake cops. Fake cops, real cops. Yeah, like guns and badges. Yeah, like the right? guy had a badge, but they came out of a car that wasn't marked. Yeah, and all this stuff. Lochte first said that the Put a gun, gun to, my to forehead. his forehead. And I was like, I'm not giving. And, yeah, and, that's yeah, like right? you knew it wasn't true, but he was like, Wait a minute, you're the foreign country that's known known for its violence. A guy comes and points a gun at you and says... No, puts it on your forehead. No, at first he said, at first it was like, give me your money. And he was like, I'm not giving you my money. And then he put it on his forehead. And, and he then was, he gave it, right? But come left, on, left him with his electronics, left him with his iPhone, you know, and his credentials, right? right? I can understand. I'm not going to touch your credentials. because That stuff could probably be tracked. But, like, come on. All right, so then Lochte Worst left. criminal... Ever. Lochte left, right? He came he, back to the States. The like he he booked. And um one uh, some other one. Another one is right, that, that two, two of them are here and two of them are there. So the cops like actually pulled one, pulled, pulled them from the airport. Out of the, out of the airplane. They were in their right. seats. <laughs> right, ready to go. I've had that happen to me. Not not because the police were trying oh, to Oh, because me you out. were in Brazil. <laughs> yeah. The last time I was in Brazil, yeah, there's some charges pending. But um, no, that's happened to me. It is. It is not a. I was fine standby. It was just the person that had the seat showed up. Late, uh, showed up, and they showed up late. I was so mad, and they were like, oh, "Mr. Gonzalez," and I was like, "Yeah," and they pulled me off the plane. <laughs> oh man, I could have firebombed that place. <laughs> I was so upset. But the thing yeah. is that right. But it's not a good feeling to get called out. You you know, you're an Olympian, right? Lochte is a gold medal winning Olympian, right? Once yeah, Phelps you're, you're re retires, right? Right. You're number one. You're representing the U.S. Right. And you're such a moron. What a dummy. All four of you. All four of you. Morons. Well, you know, one of the kids is uh, from the University of Georgia here. here Moron. I, you know what, though? I, from, from, what I've, from what I gathered, like, he's a, he's, he's a good kid. He's, you know, he's not a kid that gets in trouble, whatever. I think he's just got, you know, that happens, right, to the best of us. We get, we get caught up. It's Lochte. He's known for... He's known for being, like, the party guy. I mean, he had a show on, like, one of the E-networks or whatever. Did he? Yeah, where it was, like, party with Lochte or something. All they would do, they would go out. It was just following him following him around, like, as they would go and just party every night. So, Stupid. I mean, so you can imagine, young kid from the University of Georgia, 
Ryan Lochte, this dude is like, oh, one of the best swimmers. You know, he's yeah, probably, hanging out Probably with one of his idols, right? Maybe oh, he looks up to him a little bit. And they've been drinking and beautiful women. And I mean, it's just... partying and the partying. Yeah, and, so and the things just, that the... Yeah, like, I mean, I can... Listen, I'm the, the, not going to judge you. The stories in that up, right? They're like, lost. oh, we were lost and this thing happened. But then there's security, like, footage of them in the club till the sun came up. Right. Right? So it's like, hey, well, were you... Getting mugged or were you well, party? Well, that's the you know that's kind of the the new adage, right? You know, we always talk about the old adage. The new adage is, look, you're probably being filmed somewhere, so don't you know? Listen, like you know, I, I remember one time a buddy of mine was like, this guy, you know, this guy knows, guy I work with, uh, you know, they were talking trash or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was like, would you ever tell my wife if I did some something such? I said, look, it ain't up to me to tell nobody nothing. However. If I get asked, I'm not lying because there's just there's too much there's too much noise. You start lying, right? You gotta start remember the lies and this that. Yeah. So they always tell me, "Oh, you're the you'll, you'll snitch." I'm like, "You're down all right. I'm gonna snitch. I ain't got I ain't got time to try to remember what lies I've told for you." My thing is, and I you've don't... got that's why. So the new adage is, "You're probably being you're probably being filmed. filmed somewhere." Yeah, it's true. It's like it's like well, like people already say, you know, yeah, it's not that I was perfect. I did a lot of dumb stuff. But there were no cameras. No, it was you know, there might be some VHS tapes somewhere in your buddy's like <laughs> attic up in New York, you know, his I parents' mean, well, house in there, the basement. The, well, there well, is no, Far Rockaway flooded, so there's part that there's damage. But there, there is um, talking about Far Rockaway. There is a picture on my pastor's desk in his office of like back in the day, the the youth groups they used to go like everybody in the youth group used to go up front. We sang a theme song, and then we had to give, like, we had to say, like, some verse from the Bible, right? Right. Like, some random verse. So there is a a picture of me. Say some random verse? Being, like, behind the line of the youth, like, fighting with some other kid. (laughs) And he has it. He has it nicely framed on his desk. Like, hey, and every time I go to New York and I go to church, hey, Jay, you see that? <laughs> you see yourself there? Like, That's you know, right. You know what, Godfather, you got to take this off. <laughs> Get this out of here. This never happened. All right, so, um, so when we're going to New York, because I have got to see this picture. I didn't, show that, I didn't show you that picture? You never showed me that oh, picture. Oh, my God. I need God. to see that picture. That's hilarious. I don't know, man. I need, I, I need to see that picture. <laughs> I'll, I'll have him take a picture and send so, uh, it. Yeah, put it so, yeah. Put it up on on social media. On Facebook. Um, on Facebook. On Facebook. <laughs> on Facebook, el, el Twitter, el and Instagram. 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 <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, listen, guys. Really, the adage of the whole Olympic Olympic athlete story is this. If you're going to do dumb stuff and you get caught, just, you know what? Take your lumps. Um, uh, take your lumps. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, lumps. you know what? Because you probably got recorded. You're probably the dummy that recorded it yourself. Everybody's recorded their own stuff. <laughs> right. I was watching. A, I was watching a video today uh, that you know with the Milwaukee had those riots last week, and, and you know we're not going to hit on that. But this yes. guy recording all of it, and I'm like, you know, and he put it on YouTube. So it's like the cops are like, thanks for doing our job because now we can pick out, <laughs> you know, who the who the all guys the are that started the riot. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Oh so, my goodness. Uh, so. So speaking of committing crimes, I think this is a kind of a nice leap into. So we saw, <laughs> so we saw this video, um, and it comes from uh, Ghana. Okay, now I've been to Ghana. 
beautiful country. Great people, right? I mean, super great you people. You just can't go to church. Beautiful there. country. <laughs> I just don't, apparently don't go to a, a, a big guy. That was a big church. I don't know if you watched. I didn't watch the whole, whole video. I kind of. Nah, I did it. But I was at work. It was, but you notice it was a big yeah, church. It was a big church. It was like, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna assume it was like a mega church, right? For Ghana, I mean, it had to have a thousand right? people in there, uh, quite honestly. Yeah. So apparently, this, uh, this couple, uh, somehow, it was, it, it, was, was, it, it was, was found out, found out through the, through the grapevine, the grapevine, or they got walked in on. Who knows? <laughs> that this couple uh, got, uh, I was found out they had premarital sex. Um, and so the pastor called them to the front of the church, oh not just God. to rebuke them, but but to whip them <laughs> like they were children, like they were his kids. He had a well. He had well. You know you're talking about my, my spiritual dad. So I guess he yeah, spiritual right, he father. Took that, he took that literally. Took literally, uh, he he had a belt. No, and that's the thing, right? I mean, he had a. It was a belt. Like it was like he. Just, he probably told one of and, the deacons, and these take your belt off. And these weren't kids. They were like in their 20s. They weren't kids. They were adults. You know, these kids were, well, I mean, they're kids relative to our age. They were like in their yeah, 20s. but they're still, they were adults. They could. And he just. They pay I, taxes. He just. He, uh, but I'm saying, the he, age. He just, he just started. He just, just started wailing on him. on him. And the girl, the girl like just. At one point, the girl runs away and hides behind, I'm assuming <laughs> it's the pastor's wife for protection. Uh-uh. <laughs> And the lady was like, she was smiling, but she, yeah, she had that smile like, ah, you got whooped. <laughs> you got but caught I don't know why you hiding here because I go help you. <laughs> I'm it's, not about to get hit for like, protecting you. It's like it's like when your dad's beating you, so you run to mom, and mom was like, uh, uh you got caught. That's your father. I'm not gonna get. No, I'm not gonna get. You. I'm not gonna get in the middle. And the kid stood there. And he just took. He just. He took, took his. Yo, he took his beating like took, like like the man he became. He took his whooping like the like a like the like man the, he is. Like the man he became. Wow. But you know, I was thinking. I'm watching that. I'm, I was. So I was watching that, and I just started laughing. Um, I'm laughing because it's so absurd, right? It's just so absurd looking. And I, but it I thought is. to myself, but I thought to myself, and I and actually I, I texted the, the video to Jay. And it's our buddy Angel, and I was like, "Well, I guess, I guess when people talked about you from the pulpit, seems tame compared compared to what these guys, oh but the, the what these guys had to go through, perspective. The first That's thing, all I'm saying. yeah, the first thing that popped in my head, well, not the first thing, the second thing, because the first thing that popped in my head was like, yo, this is the funniest video I've ever seen, right? Um, the the second thing that popped in my head was, yo, how how different, right? Culturally, yes, right. Like, and I'm speaking country, not not church culture, but country where like something like that is done from the front of the church, right? right? Nobody's up at arms. No put no politically correctness happening and whatever. The, like well, like we said, the the guy stood there and and he took his beating. Yeah, he didn't. He, he didn't took try his to beating. Fight. He he acknowledged it. And he took his beating. Right, whatever. You know, yeah, he like, put his hand up, but he took it. But he took his beating. And you know what? His parents probably turned him in. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking his parents probably turned him <laughs> most in. Most likely, most likely. But like the 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 culture is so different yes. because right now, you know, it's something. Not like that, like no beating, but if like if there's a couple having premarital sex in a church and then like it, it's brought to the attention of a pastor, like that couple would be like, What well, is none of your business? We can do whatever we want. Right. 
right? Correct. <laughs> You're not supposed to have any any influence or whatever over our don't, lives. You don't, can't say that. You don't, don't judge, judge me. me. Only God could judge me. <laughs> right? So, shoot, who do you think you is? <laughs> You're so stupid. Who do you think you is? <laughs> Kinito from the block. But that was that was hilarious. That was funnier. That was funnier than the the video you sent a couple weeks ago of the pastor who said that he punched the kid in the stomach. He's <laughs> like, no, no, no. The worst thing I never sent you guys this, but there was a there was a uh, I saw this story and it was in Africa where this girl was sick and the and the pastor put like a big rock on her and ended up killing the killing her. But he was, he put it on there for, to, like he was to show the power of God or something. It was, it was weird. Very erroneous. It, yeah. I was, and it was like a big, it wasn't, I mean, it was a little more like a brick, like a huge brick. And I was like, you know what they built the pyramids out of. And I'm just like, yo, what, and what, what, I don't, he was like trying to heal her or something. I'm just like, what's going on? Listen, you know, they always say, if you feel God's called you to missions, never tell God where you don't want to go. <laughs> because, you know, because the joke is always like, God, don't send me to Africa, and that's where you end up. So don't don't ask. So all I'm saying is. Don't tell God. Don't send me to that church again. <laughs> yeah, like, I, you know, but, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, like, I'm just going to be disobedient. Like, you know, <laughs> I see way too much what happens over there. No, I think the funniest <laughs> video I've ever seen. And I'll find it and I'll, and I'll send it to you. Speaking on this, then we can go on to the next topic. Yes. Uh, this past, I don't know where exactly it was, but it was some guy. I'm going to use that term pastor lightly. Some guy who was like, hey. <laughs> okay, just bear with me. Where he was going around in the church grabbing men's crotches. I've seen that to video. pray for um was it fertility? Yeah, for fertility. And he was just <laughs> grabbing men on the crotch and praying. Yeah, pray, yeah, pray. Hey, you come on. <laughs> like what? No. No. They it's I'm gonna tell you something, man. I they they really and I will say this as a as a point of admiration. All right. Go ahead. Obviously not not touching men's cry. There's no admiration in that. But there is admiration in the I mean, they really believe in the laying of hands. Now apparently some of them need to lay hands a little less or a little less violently. A little less violent. For Jesus. A little less violence for Jesus in the laying of hands. But they really I mean, honestly though, they really believe in, in that healing and the prayer and the laying yeah, of hands. Yeah, but let's but let's But they do get carried away. They do get a little carried away, or, or a lot carried away. But let's realize and remember that it's a different region it's a different it is a different culture. you know different culture and let's be honest you know they see things that we don't true right on on both sides of true. the realm they see things that we don't like pastors grabbing men's crotches and throwing bricks <laughs> on people and 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 spanking and, and spanking and, young adults and in front of the kids <laughs> My in my mind, the way I imagine it is after the pastor got finished, like the kids' moms and dads went up there and just continued smacking them like back to the back to their seats. No, the way it is is that after they're done, and then when church is over, then the parents went and started smacking them all the way to the house. Are you going to embarrass me in front of the church? Embarrass me in front of the pastor? I had to turn you in. (laughs) 
and and now those two that that those two people are married. Probably hate each other, but they're married because you know. No, no, I don't think they hate each other. That probably actually brought them closer together, right? You know, like a traumatic no, experience. No, because he took he took the whipping and she ran. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. So with that being said, what was the next thing we were talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, oh, the video. So uh, there's this, there's this comedian by the name of John Christ, I believe is his name, and. Uh, he released this video. It was really, it was funny. It was about um, how, like, there were music executives. They were trying to, you know, to sign this. Was it just music executives were, or like, Christian music? They were like Christian music executives. Okay. And they were trying to sign this, you know, Christian band. And they were telling them, like, look, we can we can guarantee you a hit. But, you know, the song has to be formulaic. It can only be these three chords. You have to the, the, you have to talk about a vague struggle. The, the three Christian chords. Yeah, he's like, you got to talk about a struggle, but it's got to be vague. You can't be too real. You got to be, and you and you got to bring up water. You got to you know either bring water, you talk about water, or wind, and all that stuff. And, no, what killed me? What he said? I like what you're doing here. I like what you're doing here. White guy, black guy, and girl. girl. Yeah, like <laughs> That's awesome, diverse, very like, diverse. I love the diversity. And, and if you don't, and and if. And if you guys don't make it, then what if you can see see for the news boys? <laughs> and so, <laughs> excuse me. And so it was funny. And so then you know the the art, obviously you know artists you know well I mean if we don't compromise our vision or whatever. Yeah, if you want to do more and, personal songs. And then he says, "We'll let you remake." Uh, so open hearts or something. Yeah, it was some, good, good father. Oh, we'll let you remake Good, Good Father. And they were like, "We're in. Yeah, we're in. We'll sign. We'll sign. Where do you want us to sign?" Okay. Hilarious video. It was funny. We'll put it up on the Outcry Facebook page. But, however, let him know. Talk to them about your insight. The thing that bothered me about the video wasn't the actual video. What bothered me about the video were the comments. Because it seems to me that um, Christians... I hate that, that comment rabbit hole. You know, and I get lost in it all the time. <laughs> Christians, a lot of times, Christians, we, we want to... We want to place kind of like this uh, standard on Christian music, you know, and we want to, oh, well, you know, uh, it's not as good as, as like whatever secular music. It's not as good. It's just a copy. It's watered down. It's whatever. But we put the standard on Christian music that we don't put on secular music. Now, we're, now we're, we're, we're using these terms right, so we can differentiate. Right, kind of the, the two camps that we're talking about, but you know, and I'm I'm and I'm sitting here thinking, you know, so you're you're crapping on this music because you don't like it. So so just say you don't like it, you know. Um, I also know a lot of people that when they came to the Lord, they listened to like the Fish, they listened to K Love, and they get encouraged by that music, right? You know, and and they get uplifted. Why is that a why so what if you think it's it's okay so it's like a, adult contemporary in the secular market okay so you don't listen to adult contemporary because you're 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 edgier or whatever but but that's a market that that people get encouraged by i've worked in christian retail and and you know i mean i used to run a lot of people oh man i love the fish i love this christian station because man i get uplifted my kids, man, we can sing. We can sing songs together, and I don't have to worry about personally language and all this stuff. The only thing that bothers me are the multiple covers of like the same song. Like, right. That that's 
that's the only thing. Because I'll you know, listen and to anything an, and everything. And that's an argument, right. That's, that's an argument that can be made. Yeah. But here you are. So, so you're criticizing, A, you're criticizing music that uh, actually uplifts a lot of people. Because if no one was listening to this music, these stations would not be, that's right. would not be on. So there's a lot of people that like this music. The festivals will not be packed. Right. And the second thing, you you're, you're, you like to place a standard on Christian artists that you don't place on any other artist. You know, uh, and that is Bianca. noticed right now through in, in secular hip hop. <clears throat> yes. Like uh, uh, Bianca, right? That's her name from uh, Group on Crew. She used Blanca. to be Blanca. Blanca. She used to be in Group on Crew. She can release a track. It's like a like a pop dance track. And you'll yeah. you'll hear it and you'll go, uh, it's okay. It's it's just you know she's just, trying to be Rihanna. I don't know. She's just you know it's like she's trying to be like somebody else or whatever. That's whatever. But then Beyonce put out a track, and you're like, oh my gosh, Beyonce, Bay, she's the best. Uh, uh, she's so great. Uh, Beyonce, Beyonce, she's such a like. Uh, and it's like I'm sorry, I I don't think Beyonce's all that great. All her music is pretty much sounds the same. All she does is dance. She barely sings. I don't even know if she can't sing because she <laughs> rarely ever actually sings a song. All right? But Beyonce is 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 uh, revolutionary. Yet, uh, Blanca's put out her album's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And good. oh, but oh no, but it's 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 quote quote unquote watered down or you know. It's quote unquote not real. If you think Blanca's album is watered down, you're not listening. Right. You you're know, not listening to you know, it. You're not, you're not yeah, listening well, I mean, that's the just lyrics. the example. That's no, no, but you no, know, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. The, the funny thing is to me is that, um, is what you're saying. I think what, 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 what impacts me the most about what you're saying is that you have Christians tearing down music because, by, by other Christians because they don't like it and exalting and putting higher. Secular music, right? Correct. And secular artists, right? Right. That in and of itself, there's a disconnect. There's a, there's a weird thing. That it's and, a disconnect, yes, and right? Because even if you're there for the art, then recognize <laughs> the art and the mood and the music that glorifies God. Right. Right. Uh, you know, I look. But this, 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 I mean, you know. Yeah, I'll take it a step farther. Let's, let's say, yeah, go ahead. Reckon, listen, recognize good art when it's good art. But don't tell me that something is bad art just because you don't like it. You know, you can say, hey, you know what? Ah, it's not my thing. Don't really like it. You know, but that doesn't mean it's bad. That is bad. It just means you don't like it. Right? Because I just dissed Beyonce. I'm willing to bet that I would, if, you know, if we had a, a, a million listeners, half of them would be like, oh my gosh, how can you diss her? She's like amazing. She's so great. Right? But if, but yeah. if, but if I'm like, well, you're not, you're not one of those. But if yeah. I'm like, you know, oh man, I thought, you know, uh, David Crowder's album was really good. Uh, but he just does the same watered down thing. I mean, do you understand? Listen, I, I hear what you're it's not bad art because you don't like it. Man, I'll, I'll take an Esperanza Spalding over Beyonce. Anyway. You know, it's not bad art. Or Corinne Bailey. Really. You know, yeah, it's not. It's not <laughs> bad art because you don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're the same person that if I say I don't like your artist, you're telling me, "Oh, you can't, you can't criticize, man, because you just don't get it." Or well, you know, that's cool that you don't like it. You don't have to like it. You don't have to because you're old, so it's not uh, your kind of music. nothing to do with my age. <laughs> you know, and I, you know that just you know like like that old you know family guy thing, Peter Griffin. That you know what just grinds my you gears. You know what really grinds my gears. I mean, it just grinds my gears because <laughs> you know you'll sit here, you'll listen, you'll listen to secular artists that all sound the same. 
You'll listen to Top 40. It all sounds the same. But then you want to criticize Christian music because it all sounds the same. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? You'll listen to the hip-hop station, you know, the Hot 97 or the Hot 107 or the Hot whatever 7 it is, and you, you'll listen to that all damn yeah, yeah, that's when every rapper sounds the same. But then if you listen to some Christian rappers that kind of do that similar style, you immediately, oh, well, they're just biting. They're copying. Yet you'll have, you'll have four songs by four different rappers, and it all sounds the exact same. All sounds the same. Hey, so look, and that's just my soapbox. Skirt, skirt, skirt. You know, that's, that's my soapbox. I got it off my chest. But you know what? Um, but now speaking of good music. Don't be dissing people <laughs> just because you don't like it. <laughs> I'm gonna come after you. <laughs> so with that being said, today in or, or this week in the Christian hip hop world, uh, we lost a great one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we lost a great one. Uh, DJ Official, um, who was uh, one of the uh, he was one of the guys. He was he was he was one of the guys that was instrumental in helping Christian hip hop kind of um, get over that hump from kind of this. Christian underground, corny kind of scene. Well, not even necessarily corny, but just this kind of Christian underground thing um, into into kind of the more mainstream Christian realm. Now right. he he started off now in in um, as a, as a point of as a point of reference for people, you know, because I grew up with Christian hip hop. Most of Christian, most of the good Christian hip hop when I was a kid in the nineties, growing up, was coming out the West Coast. Okay, it was coming out of California, uh, uh, Texas. You know, just coming out, uh, uh, just coming out. You know, the left coast. Um, until, as far as I'm concerned, one of the, one of the, one of the first East Coast, uh, uh, East Coast Christian hip hop artists and groups to come out uh, that was, that got me going, whoa, this is legit. Cause I've always, I've always been more of a fan of kind of the indie hip hop and the East Coast hip hop. Uh, it was Cross you Movement. Know, we, we all know what I was a fan of. Right. Um, <laughs> You know, Cross Movement came out, and they were, they were one of the first kind of big groups uh, to really just kind of make a mark um, right. in, 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 in the Christian hip-hop realm. Uh, and at that time, it was called Holy Hip Hop before it became Christian hip hop. It was Holy Hip Hop. And they really, they really like... You, you, don't, you don't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes over oh. here. <laughs> so, they, so they really made a mark. Now, one of the driving forces behind Cross Movement was DJ Official. DJ Official. Now, DJ Official helped them. Also known as Fish. Uh, you know, pushed them, right? I mean, he produced a lot of tracks for them. Very, very dope stuff. And then he connected with Reach Records. I'll say, and a lot of people have even put, if it what Official is what helped Reach kind of reach kind of where they're at now. Like, he was the one that really... Um, he, you know, he toured with them. He did, he did a lot of production for them. Yes, he did. Only until he, only then he got sick and he kind of, and I think that's probably right after, right as he got sick is where Gabi kind of stepped in and, and, you know, they started bringing, <clears throat> they had some of these other cats. Um, and so official is one of those cats that is, that is, um, in the Christian hip hop realm, he was a dude, uh, that was legit. He was legit believer, helped a lot of cats. Helped a lot of people. I mean, everybody posted that. People that were like, listen, this dude, like, talked to me, and I was nobody. Hey, this guy put us on his on his CD, and we were yeah, nobody. He, he did a lot of, 
you know, so, a lot of mixes. Yeah, so, um, so DJ Official passed away. Had a double, he had a double lung transplant and a heart heart valve repair, and unfortunately, he just um, he got sick, uh, and he just never recovered. And now he's um, now he's I with the father. So, with that being said, we uh, we wanted to kind of we wanted to play one of Official's uh, songs off of his album Intermission, and this is my favorite song on the whole album. So we're gonna play because it's my favorite song, and ironically, uh, it's it's about one of the cities I love to hate, um, my city, uh, Jay's city, uh, and it's the the song is called uh, "Streets of New York" featuring Jazz and Magellan, and here we go. Feel to see a repentant here where 
That is, that is Streets of New York featuring Jazz and Magellan. They don't make, they don't make songs like that no more. That, that track. Oh, I love that song. The goes hard. The lyrics song. go hard. Like, it's, I, I'm, it's hard to find, I'm like, ready to lyricism. get, I'm ready to get on the Chinese bus, go to New York so I can walk, <laughs> so I can walk a block, just listen to this song, and then get back on the Chinese bus and come back home. Exactly. <laughs> And eat a eat a what is it a dirty dog a water dog dirty water dog dirty water dog because them's delicious <laughs> yes they is yes they so uh, is. so anyway so that was um, once again that was a DJ official streets of New York that was our featuring jazz and Magellan and that was our shout out to, uh, to DJ official DJ official rest in rest in love bro. well he is and, you know it's funny because you know R I P man he is resting in peace because he's with the father holla. Um, and so with that being said, um, we're going to go ahead and dive into uh, part two of the uh, forgiveness series that we've kind of started, uh, that Jay put together. Um, and so today, I guess the, so last week we kind of we talked about forgiveness kind of in this general sense. We talked about, you know, how it frees us um, when, when, when we forgive others and when we allow ourselves to uh, to forgive others when we allow ourselves to just put that in the hands of God, uh, let him deal with it and how, how that's free. Right. And so, um, uh, with that being said, you know, forgiveness is, you know, there's, there's the forgiveness that can we deal with and there's forgiveness that God, you know, gives to us, I guess, as a way of, uh, of kind of sliding into that, diving into that. So this week's kind of little mini, mini, Heading for this is the requirements of forgiveness. I know the requirements. It's like such a, that's a crazy word to use, right? You know, there's a requirement to forgiveness. So it is, but so it, you know, the the idea behind that is that, you know, a lot of people think that forgiveness is just saying I'm sorry, right? Okay, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh I'm sorry. You. And then you know, the person that you apologize to, if they accept the apology, then all is forgiven. Then all but, is forgiven. Um, right. Correct. I don't forgive you. Though. But, you know, it's like if no. if I drop something on your foot and I say sorry and you say it's OK, that pain is still there. Right. Yes. So we have to I, I 
requirements of forgiveness so that you know that true forgiveness, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about true forgiveness okay. that comes from God. Like it, there are certain steps that need to be acknowledged. Okay. No, I just heard a sound. And it's yeah, the, yeah, it's there. Certain steps that need to be acknowledged that you need to recognize that it's that forgiveness goes beyond, and I'm sorry. Okay, so there's a there's a little bit a deeper well yeah. to dive into. It, okay, it's, it's got to be deeper if it's real, right? Because again, like we said last week, if you say I'll forgive, but I'll never forget, then you haven't truly forgiven. Correct. Right? Because so I'm like an elephant. Because. You know the pain is still there. I don't forget, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, because if you if you if you the reality is right. If you don't forget, it's like you it's like you're picking at a scab, right? So you never let it really heal because it it pops in your head and you let it roll around. So, I so so there's some that scab reference. Uh, <laughs> it's like you say it and I see it and it's like, it's like yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got requirements for forgiveness. So I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna go. Uh, there's like four four things that Jay kind of. Uh, brought up when it came to so we're gonna go each one we're gonna let jay kind of unpack them uh for us a little bit so the first requirement for forgiveness according to our notes here is sacrifice right well before we go into that oh before we go into that you know read the intro right requirements of forgiveness because god hates sin the price for forgiveness is high how high (laughs) so high so scripture gives us the following requirements for forgiveness okay so now so jay Sacrifice. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. Requirement number one. Go. Right? Hebrews 9.22 says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Okay? In the Old Testament, a sacrifice of an unblemished lamb was required to satisfy God's wrath. Now, Jesus, the sinless son of God, died on the cross, and he became that unblemished lamb. or He became the ultimate sacrifice for sin. Right? Jesus bought our forgiveness when he died on the cross. So he accepted the um, the payment, right, of sin that we should have. Okay. Right? Because yes. no matter what, God is righteous. Right? Because, you know, a lot, you know, we, we, we tend to, to see sin as my sin isn't as big as yours. Right? Or my sin isn't as great as yours. Right? But according to God. Because right. mine isn't. Sin is sin. Right? So it's not yes. what you did. But it's the fact that it was done. That it was, yes. Right? So it's it's just sin. <laughs> so it's like, right. eh, no greater, no, you know. Right. And, and, right. And we do that because we want to make ourselves feel better. Feel better about hey, ourselves, what we're I'm doing. I'm not as bad as Jay. <laughs> you know. Is. Right? So First Peter 3.18a says, For Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous. Right? To bring you to God. So that's what I'm saying. So it's no... You know, well, God only died or Jesus only died for me because I'm a believer or I'm a Christian. And because I'm a Christian, you know, his sacrifice is only for me. Like Christ died for everybody. Everybody. Right? Everybody. Whether you believe in him or not. Correct. He still died for you. Right? Whether you believe that he existed or that he was the son of God or not, he still shed his blood for you. Right. That's where right? that. That's where like in, you know, in John 3, the, the whole for God to love the world. world. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> You know, he only loved a few people. This is the whole world. Now, it's just whether or not we accept that sacrifice. Right. Is whether or not we get his full forgiveness um, in that. So, well, go ahead. Go ahead. And right. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Ephesians 1, 7 teaches, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. 
right? So what's grace, Quinito? Grace. What is it? A solid or a liquid? No, that's a different song. Um, you know, grace is, is uh, the way I've always understood it. It's just God's, um, God's, uh, God's favor, God's forgiveness, regardless of um, whether or not we're worthy of it. Right. Like, know, the, like the Christianese would be like grace is something given that's undeserved. That's, that's unearned. Right. Yeah. So, right. I don't so, think that's Christianese at all. I think that's just good <laughs> theology. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, this is this is for like just in case there are unbelievers listening because they may be unbelievers listening. So, um, right. So according to God's grace, this says with the riches of his grace. Right. So. He's got a lot of grace. A lot of grace. Right? A lot of grace. So because of his grace, we have redemption through the forgiveness of sins. Well, of the forgiveness of sins through the blood that was shed by Jesus, right? So the thing is that, right? So if we were to take this step or this requirement of sacrifice, right? Like Jesus sacrificed himself for us. For us. So that we can acquire forgiveness. And redemption through and, him. Correct. Right? So, like, if we were to do it or take it upon ourselves to forgive the people that have wronged us, then that sacrifice would have to be what? Our pride, our ego, ah, our hurt. So you're saying right? that to uh, step in, part of the stepping into forgiveness for our lives when it comes to others is that we have to give something of ourselves up. Pride. Right? Pride, jealousy, ego, jealousy, ego. whatever. Yeah, we have to sacrifice ah. us because in this we learn that forgiveness is not about us, but about the other person. Ah, okay. Right? So we sacrifice. Very, very we, cool. We sacrifice the me, right? Yes, as much as I want to. I got to sacrifice what I'm feeling, sacrifice what, what I believe, you know, what I'm right and they're wrong. I got to sacrifice all that, right? Because Jesus sacrificed himself. For me, so, I didn't deserve so, it. So it's it's following it's following the example that Christ set. Yeah, because we don't deserve the we don't deserve His forgiveness, we don't deserve His sacrifice, <coughs> but He gave it to us anyway. Correct. Right. So it's 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 the ultimate example, right? So the second requirement. Right, so then the second re- so the first requirement is sacrifice. Sacrifice. It's what we got. What we God gives gave up for us, and what we have to give up for the others. Uh, the second one is confession. I don't know what, what happened there. <laughs> what happened, Daddy? Confession, confession of sin. <gasps> and that is probably, it's probably harder to do than the first one. You think so? Probably. Because in doing, in confessing, you have to admit that you're wrong. Right? Because a lot of times, it doesn't matter. Even if you know you're wrong, you're going to fight. That you're not wrong to the bitter end. And that's why I'm never wrong. <laughs> that's why I live my life never being wrong. Right? So if, you know, I did, you know, if even if you know in your heart of hearts that you wronged the other person. Correct. You know, you will still argue and argue and argue and find some way to, like, be self-righteous to, and to justify. show. And justify what you did and excuse what you did. And Correct. to still come out on top. Right? So for you to, like, confess, you know what? I was wrong. You're right. I, whatever, and, you know, fill in the blank. I insulted or, your mother. I should not have done that. <laughs> well, it was true, right? Whatever. So, we must admit our sins to God 
if our relationship with him is to be is to be restored completely. Looking back at the real need for forgiveness, we see that unconfessed sin can separate us in our relationship with God. Confession is the way to restore that relationship with the Lord, remembering that it is for our own benefit that we confess to return to the Lord because he is faithful even when we are not. Right? Mm. Scripture reference, 2 Timothy 2.13. So for this one, 1 John to accompany that, that thought, okay. 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. All unrighteousness. Right? So that's the thing, right? Because I can hide things from you. I can't hide things from God. Correct. Right? I can't hide things from God. And a lot of people argue that, well, if he knows it all, then why do I have to tell him? Right? But it's almost like, you know, when when your parents catch you doing something and Correct. they give you that chance to, like, come clean. To come clean, yes. Or be punished. Yes. Right? Oh, well, you know, you can tell me, right? Did you do your homework today? Yeah, I did my homework. Meanwhile, they got a phone call from the teacher hours ago saying, hey, you know, Jay didn't bring in his homework today, so he's got an F for the class. It's like, did you bring in your homework? Did you do your homework? Yeah, I did my homework. I gave it in, you know. In my day, or in our day, we used to get butt whippings. Yes. Right? Now, people get grounded, so they never learn their lesson, or whatever, or timeouts, or, like, I'm going to take your phone away, but you can keep your tablet and your PS4 and your everything. Right, right? yeah. Right? You know, but, you know, it's, it's like that. So, we have to confess our sins to God. We have to, you know, what's the scripture reference? I think it's in Matthew, where we we have to leave our burdens, give our burdens to you know, give our burdens to the Lord, you know, and take up his yoke. Right? right. So sins they're like the biggest yes. burdens sin, that, sin's that, a that burden. We, yeah, that, and the thing carry. is is that, you know, uh think of it confessing confessing your sin is like uh, if you think about it, you know, when you uh when you have a stain on your shirt, you know, uh, you can you can choose, right, to walk around with that stain all the time. And and it just gets crusty and smelly and whatever. Or And ugly. And ugly, <laughs> right? Or you can go get one of those little whiteout sticks from uh, like Tide <laughs> and you and you get on that get on that stain. Because that's what sin is, man. Sin is a stain, right? Right. Um and so you you you're able to to do what then you're able to use that stick to clean it up to get it out yeah, so they, get it out get so rid you, of it so you can get rid of it so you can wash it and be and, and be what be fresh 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 is so clean pop pop I I think the, the one of the best ways to say it is from an old DC talk song okay what song right? is it so just between you and me I've got something where, to say. Where, right where there's a line that says confession is the road to healing and forgiveness is the promised land yes right so like when you confess, you you like start dropping or letting go all these things that are burdening yes. you, right? All the guilt, the shame, everything that that's just like weighing you down. So confessing is the road to healing. It's an awesome line. It just came to me. Yeah. Right? And forgiveness is the promised land. The promised land is what everybody's looking forward to. It's that 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 release, that freedom, that that ability to finally breathe. Yes, it's like, and then we'll go on to the next one. It's like Forrest Gump. 
when he started running and he lost his leg braces. Oh my God, that's dope. And that's awesome. Was, you know, and he was able to finally really be free uh, and, and, and really run and really and, take and, off and, and do do what he wanted to do. <laughs> so, so first, <coughs> excuse me. First requirement is sacrifice, right? Correct. Second requirement, confession of sin. The third requirement is repentance. Repentance. And so what you have here is we must decide to change or to turn from our sins. What does that mean, Jay? Well, what does repentance mean? It's it's so funny because... What does it mean, Jay? <laughs> so dumb, right? A lot of times, well, growing up, you know, repentance, repentance, repentance. And it's like they make it so complicated. And I forgot who it was that I was listening to, but um, they explained repentance real simply. They said repentance is basically just turning around. Yes. Right? Just changing your mind. Turning around. Right? Hey, I'm going to eat all this chocolate. Nope. I repent from that thought, and I'm not going to eat all this chocolate. And you turn and around. you turn around. Right? And you, and you leave. <laughs> right? So it's like, you know, repentance, you must decide to change to turn from our sins. Jeremiah 5, 15, 19 a says, therefore, this is what the Lord says. If you will, re- if you repent, I will restore you that you may serve me. Right. So, so repentance and confession are actually go, go hand, in hand, hand in hand. You know, because so you you confess you confess that sin, right, and and then you say, I'm you know I'm going to stop. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a 180 and stop participating. You know, in that sin, you know, I mean, right. I mean, and the list right. is huge, whatever, Th- whatever, that, whatever that sin and, might be. And throughout scripture, throughout scripture, like Jesus told everyone, everyone that he did a miracle for, everyone that he came in contact with, right. He would create the miracle, give them their sight or give them their life back or whatever. And he would say, you know, go and sin no more. Right. Basically. All right. I healed you. Repent. Right. Keep so, it moving. So sin no more. Right. The, all, sin the, no more. all those things that you're doing that you know are against are against God. Stop doing them. And, and that's what repentance is. You know? And that's what it is because it's, it's stopping it's stopping those things that uh, we know um, are things that that, uh, that that can cause us to to develop a, a, a miscommunication or a wall that doesn't allow us to communicate fully with God. And that's why it says, "I will restore you." Right? I will restore you that you may serve me. Because that's that's as believers, that's what we should be right. We our ultimate and everything should be. Uh, does this bring honor, honor and glory to God? And right. we're and we're in the midst of sin, even if we're doing things for God. You know, uh, think of it as as uh, a dirty window. Yeah, you can still you can still see out the window, but what happens when you get you know, a little Windex or a little vinegar and get the? I remember as a kid, you get the Windex in the newspaper. In the newspaper, and you and you would and you wipe that window down. Then you can see. Then all of a sudden, it's like, clearly. wow, I can see clearly now. The rain is gone. The rain is gone. Right. So, <laughs> but the thing yeah. is that the thing is that if you know if you confess your sin, right, and you don't repent, then that's just half the job. Correct. Right. Because you know it's like <laughs> it's you know it's it's, you, it's like an abuser. Right. It's like a domestic abuser. You know. Oh my God. You no, know, no, because because this is what it is, right? Go ahead. If you're if you're a domestic abuser. Right, and you and you beat your spouse, mm-hmm. and you hit them. I mean, we all know, right? We all know people that have been impacted by that. We all know people that might have participated, not participated, you know, but have been affected by that. Been affected. And you punch, 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 right? And then what? Do, what does the abuser always say? Say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
you know, Whatever I, get, I get mad. I love you. And, you know, and then the next day they come home drunk again or irritated or whatever, or whatever, the, whatever, or whatever. the trigger is. Mm-hmm. And they punch and you in the face and again. And they're beating you again. So it's, you know, and what do they do again? I'm sorry. So in a way, it's it's kind of like we're, we're uh, you know, when, when it comes to when it comes to confession and repentance, a lot of times we're kind of like that. We're sin, 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 sin. I'm sorry, but but then but it's you go back. We go right back it's into it's not true repentance. True repentance is you have to decide to change. Yes. You have to turn away from our from your sins. You have right. to do it. So you confess Correct. it, right? You confess it, and then you turn away from it, right? Correct. So you confess it. I've done this, I've done that, I've done that. And then you repent, you turn around, you turn away from the sin that you just confessed, and you walk away from it. Correct. And, right? now, and some things, alone. and the thing is, you know, and there are some things that when we, we try to turn away from, listen, you might need help. Right. You know, so you get that help. You know, the, you know, to, you know, I know it's, a, I know it's an extreme example, but, you know, you know, if, if you come to some point and you realize, wow, I'm a drunk and I'm an, and I physically, you know, I'm a drunk and I physically abuse my family. Right. And, and you have that realization where you're like, well, you know what? I, I, I want to stop doing that. I'm going to stop doing that. But you just don't stop doing it. You're a drunk. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're abusive. So you need help. So you got to go to AA. You got to go to counseling. You got to go to counseling. You got to go to therapy. Right. Because those are the things that we have. Whatever. Those are the things that are going to help you. Teen challenge. Teen challenge. Those things are going to, you're too old for teen challenge. They, <laughs> they, they're going to help you walk away from that. Yes. And and the thing is, is that, you know, there's no, there is no shame, right, in asking for help. For help. Or seeking help. You know, None at all. Seek that help. If you know, if you know you're caught in this, in this thing that's causing you to, to continuously fall, you know, whether it's. You know, you know, like it's kind of like the the whole like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. You know, if it's sex, <laughs> drugs, you know, if it's you know uh, abuse, whatever, whatever, yeah, the, whatever, whatever, whatever the your thing triggers is. are, and you're like, you know what, I need to stop doing that. So you, you do two things: you stop going to those places that that cause you to do that. And it's like we we're talking about, you know, well, you, you, a, a, a healthy thing to do is also to. Surround yourself with people yes. that will hold you accountable. Yes, and to, will to encourage you and, and love you, encourage yes. you and pour into you, and like be honest with you. You know to help you. Correct. You can't say on. you want to stop drinking and you go to the bar every night after work. Right. I mean, you go to your. You gotta seek that help. You know. Right. And if you feel that you're sliding back, you know, you really want to go to the bar because whatever happened, something happened at work, and your response to that was always going to the bar and drinking yourself crazy, then, you know, call somebody. Have somebody on hand that you can call to help you out. To, like, walk you off that ledge, right? So so that's it. So we have so we have sacrifice. We have uh, confession. confession of sin and repentance, which which uh, are work, work in concert with each other. Right. We confess. We turn 180. And then uh, the last, the fourth one um, is... Uh, forgiveness of others. So, Jay, you know, why don't you break that down for us? All right. So, another requirement for forgiveness of sins is that we forgive others. First Corinthians thirteen five says that real love keeps no record of wrongs. I think we mentioned this last week, also. Yes. Right. Remember that Proverbs seventeen nine tells us that a real friend will forgive. 
God has also made forgiving others a requirement for receiving his forgiveness. Like, where do we find this? Matthew 6, 14 and 15 says, For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, then your Father will not forgive your sins. That's, that, that hits kind of hard. That's a hard word. Right? That hits kind of hard, right? Then Ephesians 4.32 says, Be compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Yeah, and, and you can even throw in the Lord's Prayer, right? right? Because we, even right? in that much... Forgive the, us our trespasses. trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against which goes, us. Which goes with Matthew 6, 14, and 15, right? So yes. God, forgive me my sins the way I forgave those that have sinned against me. Correct. Right. So the deal is that, right? This is this is the funny thing, right? Because it's it's not funny, ha ha. It's just funny when you think about it. That um, right? we call ourselves Christians, right? And right. as Christians, then we represent. We are like rep, you know, ambassadors, Correct. right? As to 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 use biblical terms, yeah. we're ambassadors of heaven, you know, represent representatives of God, right? So if right, he says it, if we don't forgive people who wrong us. Right. Us representing God and being like that, you know, like that, that face for, uh, for God here and we don't forgive our brothers. Right. Correct. Then why, why do we expect God to forgive us? Correct. Right. Right. Because we all it's and it's because we always, you know, uh, it's for me, not for thee. I mean, there's a there's this <laughs> there's this, uh, you know, it's in the biblical story. Right. The guy that uh, owed money to the king. Yes. Yeah. Right, he, he and went he, ahead, and he and he. Well, we're gonna go there now. Yeah. And he, um, right, and he goes before the king, and, the, and he's like, "Oh, king, please, you know, please, you know, you know, I, I'll pay you back. Forgive me. Don't throw give me, me in some jail. time. You know, oh, I got something cooking. I have right. money, and you know, the king and has the, compassion. Has, on has the compassion. Guy. So he tells him, "Look, man, you know what? Your debt is forgiven." And so what does this guy do? He goes out. He finds the guy that owe him money. And he starts slapping him around. He's like, you owe me money, and man. He, he calls the, you owe me money, man. <laughs> he calls the cops, you gets him arrested, gets him thrown like, in jail. He was like, where's my money, man? <laughs> so, got my money? You got my money? <laughs> right. And so, and so what happens, right? He's like, I'm going to throw you in jail. Your kids are going to be my slaves. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to get my money. And the king hears about it. And what does the king do? The king's like, man, I forgave you. Like, all these thousands. And you couldn't forget this dude like that 20 he owed you? So the king grabbed his butt and did what? Threw him in jail. Threw him in jail. He was, you know, you're gonna pay for, <laughs> you're gonna pay for what you owe. And so, you know, right. So, so the idea, right, is that is that you know, as as God has forgiven us much, we and should we, we should, should forgive, forgive much. We should forgive much. We should forgive much. And 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 you know, in closing, you know, a good thing that I practice that maybe can help anyone who's listening is that I, <laughs> I remember and I think of all that God has forgiven me for in my lifetime. Correct. Right. I, I remember and I think of all that and how undeserving I am of that forgiveness. And um, I look at people who've hurt me and, um, you know, it, it makes it easier because like in retrospect, like I've done, and, and, and everyone's different, right? Correct. Your sins, the way you right. sin, and the things you've done are the things you've done, 
right? But I see mine as like really, really bad. Like, right. like we we all see ours right? as, as so, the worst. So Lord, like Lord, now, I've how, never I've never really like ever <laughs> since. So I don't no, know what you're talking say, about. Say Lord, all right, Trump. So Lord, <laughs> how how can you have the capacity to not just forgive me but also love me with all the junk and all the dirt that I've done? So how can I not? Forgive this knucklehead for right. like extend doing, that, extend like that. doing something, especially ridiculous. I'm gonna say, especially with people that are that are close to us, like family is really hard, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and people that have hurt our family. It's always really hard to forgive those people because you know it's your family, but it's not our it's not our burden to bear, man. It's not our, right. it's not our grudge to hold. Plus, you know. There have been studies out there, man. People get sick of that stuff. I mean, you ever met those really miserable, miserable people, and they're always sick? And you, then you just you just said that family's hard to forgive. Yes, oh, miserable people. <laughs> <laughs> you're that miserable person. But you ever those miserable? Yeah, you know. And you're like, man. But then when you dig, when you peel back some layers as you get to know them, you're like, oh man, you got a lot of stuff. Yeah, you got, got a lot of hurt. That you got a lot of hurt. You got to let go, bro. <laughs> or sis. Or, right. Or, so you know, I mean, or, and then the thing also, like, buddy, if we. If, if we if we really pay attention to the scripture, you know, if you forgive, then God will forgive you. I mean, you know, as as long as we're alive, we're gonna keep sinning, right? We're gonna keep falling, maybe not purposely out of rebellion or whatever to shake our fist at heaven, but it's gonna happen, right? Correct. So you know, we have to forgive to be forgiven, so we know that stupid stuff is gonna happen. Just correct. Like, put into practice to keep forgiving. And forgetting so that you know because God would also forgive and forget as you forgave and forgot. Right? So, so we got to forgot, forgive, to forget. Right. Anyway, so one of those ne- things. Next week, we're going to get into the results of forgiveness. Right? Of the fruit of forgiveness. Awesome. Right? So, hey, super excited. Um, can't wait for next week. Hey, we had a great time tonight. Have my little soapbox moment. Sorry. Uh, so sorry, with that, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Hashtag. Uh, listen, we are on all four major uh, places. You can find us on. Uh, you can find us on uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Google Play. Uh, I forget what else. Stitcher. Everything. I just looped the track back because we talked way too long. Uh, so, anyways, look us up. Overflow Podcast. This is Outcry.com. Super excited once again. Thanks for listening. That you joined us today. My name is Joaquin. I'm still Jay. And this is the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com.